0: we're back we're back
1: via zoom aren't we jen we are via zoom maureen um we don't really understand what we're doing we're hoping it's going to record i'm hoping this is recording um i'm sitting well I and mean, we're still sitting in front of a laptop aren't we maureen i mean at least i am um just you're not here i on me. my phone i'm on my
0: phone
1: you're on your phone i don't, I don't know I'm, I'm really not convinced about the sound of this but anyway we'll see what we'll see if it works um, that's at
0: least our concerns when it comes to our... Our, um, our current
1: situation,
0: our yes. <laughs> and so we're going to... we're gonna at home. About, um, we're catch, catching up with Outlander and we're on episode three and it's called Free Will, isn't it, Jen?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, let's first acknowledge everything, the situation, Maureen. I feel like we can't go straight into Outlander and not acknowledge what's happened in the interim between the last time we did a podcast and now. Uh, the last time we did a podcast... We were all out of our houses, weren't we, Maureen? And we were allowed to I, go out,
0: we were allowed to meet, we were allowed to mingle.
1: Life seemed normal. i had
0: jobs in those days,
1: didn't we? Yeah, we were unable to meet for a couple of weeks because I was on tour. There there's a lot appeal. of noise in the background and that is my children.
0: Oh, you should put headphones on, that's what you should do with Zoom if you've got background noise.
1: Headphones, I haven't got any headphones here. Listen, we're just going to have to deal with whatever's happening and everyone else is just going to have to deal with it, okay? I don't really understand why the headphones will stop the microphone from picking up what's happening.
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: I think, Maureen, you're talking...
0: Well, that's feasible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I went on tour and then I got the virus. Then I was in isolation and then the rest of the country went on isolation. That's why we haven't met, isn't it, Maureen?
0: Yeah, it's been quite a while, so there's been a bit of a gap. We were so good because we kept up to date. and then, Well, we kept up to date. I for got two Ill.
1: episodes more in, so let's not pat ourselves no, on the I back. I got too, ill first.
0: Me. That was it. I got ill. I ended up in hospital, remember?
1: Oh, yes. You were ill first. That's right, because you used to go to hospital uh, with an abscess. Yeah. Um, Even though I still thought I'd sorry. go to the
0: theatre that night. What? Do you remember when I had an abscess, I thought we were going to still be able to go to the theatre that night? All right, well, I let's, going, let's quickly
1: discuss this. So for Maureen's birthday, I'd bought tickets to see Nora at the Young Vic and something that we were both really looking forward to And on a Monday night. And then Maureen, you called me to say...
0: Oh, oh I'm going to have an operation under general anaesthetic, but if it, if it happens quick enough, I'll probably still may be able to make the theatre.
1: Yeah, and I said... I don't think so, Maureen.
0: I said, no, oh, but I phoned to confirm and you were like.
1: Yeah, nah. no, I don't. Maureen said, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm having an operation, but I'll still be able to come tonight. And I was like, an operation? What are you having? She went, oh, it's nothing serious, but I will have to go on the general anaesthetic. So I should be able to meet you there. And I was like, no, Maureen. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think the theatre might be out now. And weirdly, Maureen, it was, wasn't it? It was. Out. Yeah,
0: but like, I was convinced for the first few hours I'd probably still make I could still make the theatre they saw me quick enough. Yeah. I didn't really click that under general anesthetic you can't really wander off and
1: no that you're not quite <laughs> up for moving <laughs> after you've been also, that unconscious I was... for several hours.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that they wouldn't let you out of the hospital. So yeah, you were right in that. I was very, I think I was being a bit too optimistic.
1: Well, I'll call it sort of intuition, Maureen, but that, that the vibe I was getting. It was that like you wouldn't be allowed out? Anyway,
0: so we're now we're back with season three. So we're
1: finally we're back. We're five. back. Episode three. Season three, yeah. And we're discussing what can only be described as one of the dullest series that Outlander has <laughs> produced thus far. This series, I really feel, we were saying earlier that we thought like, Basically, eighty percent of this is filler.
0: Yep, definitely. This I mean, is an episode in case in point where you're like, "Why are you spending so much time on this particular story
1: storyline?" Yeah, yeah, I don't. There's a whole episode on this storyline. Maureen, lead us through through this. What? Well,
0: <laughs> well, at the beginning, we've got Jamie. Jamie's coming back to see Claire. You know, Claire's in bed. He's praying over her because he's so grateful to see her. It's the type of thing that Chloe probably does every time you come back from. From, what, a from a toilet, toilet?
1: Yeah. <laughs> she sees me all the bloody time now. So,
0: oh that's, Mama, that's I found this out
1: your bedroom and I
0: made it into a dinosaur. Oh darling that's is... a dog face.
1: A dinosaur with a dog face, Maureen. Can you see that?
0: Oh that yeah. is fantastic. There
1: we are. That's lovely. Thank you, darling. That's wonderful. I'll treasure it. I'm gonna make a pizza. Now. Are you gonna make a pizza? Okay, good. Um you see that's basically my life is uh <laughs> I don't know if any, anyone can relate to that. It's not ever being allowed to be on your own, but it's okay. I I feel like Chloe's dealing with all of this a lot more a lot better than I am, and I have uh, realised Maureen that I am not equipped to be a full time parent. But anyway, we're all learning. This
0: That's what you do stand up because you you know if we were adults we wouldn't be doing stand up
1: would we? We yeah. were like, responsible <laughs> grown up adults exactly. And if I didn't need a lot of time by myself, I would obviously have a different job, but
0: I'm by myself all the time now. I know,
1: love, I know that, and, and that has its own sort of trials, doesn't it? I mean, that's not perfect, yeah.
0: But well, you know, I've only got six months to go, so it should be fine. be <laughs> Fine,
1: we should be, we should all be, <laughs> ra- we should all be rational. I mean, by that day. point, I'll be,
0: I'll be having imaginary friends around for tea, won't I? So that's um
1: well I mean, I mean jen i'm not, so, not saying so... isn't real don't you just, just <laughs> your imagination.
0: you know what jen i'm so desperate i actually cleaned the bathroom so i mean
1: i know but i know what your version of cleaning is more than <laughs> having been over after you cleaned the living room and the kitchen and i let's be honest didn't notice <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, you didn't see what
0: it was like before
1: that's true. I mean, that is very true. I mean, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Anyway, look, we digress because we got, we've gone off scripts very quick. Talk, let's talk about this episode. So we've got uh, uh, Claire is kneeling before Jamie, as you do.
0: Yep. And uh, saying, you know, he's all very, you know, missing her, blah, blah, blah. And then they've got to go off in it. The militia have got to go off. They're
1: off. They've been commissioned i mean to be honest i watched this ages ago but i think they, they all the honest, men go off i don't know why why the militia's about we all know that jamie doesn't really give a, a crap about the regulators yeah but, but he's, he's got, got a militia to, together got, to fight the regulators
0: he's got, he's got to fight for trying because he otherwise Crime could take away his land that's why he's doing it
1: right okay so anyway he's got this militia together and and he's he's appointed um What's his name? Brianna's a bit on the side. Oh, uh, Roger. Roger. It's her husband it's as her his husband. captain. Yeah, sorry, it's not a bit on the side. Um, he's now a captain. It, I, I just don't care about this storyline, Maureen. Can I?
0: Let's, well, we go, we'll go quickly through it. So they're in the woods, as you are, and then they meet, they've got this Josiah, then they meet his, his remember he's got a brother who's, who's um, deaf and dumb. Not deaf. And they meet him, and then they oh, find out yes,
1: the. Yes. reminds people who Josiah is. Josiah is the young lad that we meet in what was it in episode two? Who knows? Oh, episode two. Episode one. two. The episode before. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> episode, yeah previous episode. Uh, he's, he's, a a hunter. Hunter. he's a hunter. He's a hunter. He. has got tonsillitis.
0: Yep. And then they discover he's got a twin brother, and then they find out they were indentured servants, and because they're indentured servants, Jamie goes, "I've got to buy the indenture, hey, hey otherwise." Indenture.
1: You, you know you, you're not free men you're not or, free
0: yeah. and then this leads us
1: to a bloody long episode in the house of horrors doesn't it do you want to take on from there well not okay so they go to the house of the of the man that owns this indenture and they knock on the door uh and basically i think nobody answers the door and then eventually a woman answers a young woman answers the door and just says he's dead this guy's dead and uh go away basically and she doesn't want to keep them so he can have them take them but, but jamie's like well i need well, even if you that's okay I, I need the documentation because otherwise he they're still indentured and legally they can't leave the property please could you get hold of this paperwork they go into the house the house is grim there's life i mean it, it even makes
0: my house look tidy doesn't it
1: i'm not really sure why She's got livestock. That, that bit's never made clear. <laughs> but there's goats and bits and bobs. And- it's, to keep, it's to keep them warm. It's to keep them warm, apparently. Okay, so there's livestock in the house. The place stinks. There's crap everywhere. Um, but there is this, uh, and, and she says, oh, I can't Mel. find the paperwork. And she's just trying to get rid of them. And Jamie and Claire, oh, God, this bit is so annoying. They, they smell as smell. They smell a smell above and beyond the smells that exist within this house of horrors. They smell a smell. And Claire just takes it upon herself to go and find out where this smell is.
0: As you you would. And what I love is when she says to Claire, don't go up there. And you think, oh, that means Claire's going to go up there then, isn't it? Because if you tell Claire not to do something, she'll bloody do it.
1: So, of course, Claire goes up the stairs to follow the smell. I'm thinking dead body, got to be. Because this guy's dead, yeah. But we don't know where he is. we go up, and there is seemingly, at the top of this, uh, in, a, in a room, there is what looks to be, to all intents and purposes, a corpse lying on the floor, stinking, rotting, Maureen take over. And then it turns out he's not dead. He's just still alive. I mean, just barely. He, barely. He's barely. had a stroke.
0: He's had a stroke. And, she, and she's been torturing him. So he's burnt his foot off, or almost burnt his burning foot
1: off. Every stabbing day, stabbing him, cutting him, cutting him, just, him just keeping, just keeping him alive. Of his feet, waiting for it to heal over, and then burning it again, like actual torturing this, this guy. So Claire obviously tries to um, make him better,
0: or just to you know to make this things bit better. It was really and then...
1: unpleasant. And I'll be honest with you, I was eating my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, you timed that badly. When you're seeing a man's rotten feet being burnt. <laughs> <laughs> and then didn't, and then she, and then the woman is very
0: determined because she sees Jen, uh, Jen, she sees Claire trying to get a better hello, getting better, and then she tries to strangle him. I mean, she's quite determined She does I don't think she likes him.
1: I'm getting get the that student. vibe. I'm getting the vibe, but she's not that cute. Anyway, we find out that he has been incredibly abusive, sort of ritually raping this girl to try to get her, mar- uh, try to get her married. Sorry, to try to get her pregnant Pregnant. Um, and is unable to get her pregnant because he is obviously shooting blanks and we find out long story short, because I want to drag this bit out because it's so boring, <laughs> is that um, he had had several young wives before and he killed every single one of them because they, wouldn't produce a child, and they're buried out Yeah, and obviously it has to be the woman's fault, not his. So, anyway, she's pregnant. We find out, don't we? Yeah,
0: she's pregnant. Well, we do, because she gives birth. So that's a bit of a clue. Yeah,
1: so she's pregnant. Her waters break, as they they do when you're uh, nine months pregnant. And she gives birth to a mixed-race daughter. So we find out that the father, he's not the father. (laughs) The father was a slave. That had no, been- I think he was a
0: free, a free, free man. He was a slave, but he's free. He was free at the time, but it doesn't really matter. She's given birth to a mixed race baby, and um, and then she disappears in the night,
1: doesn't she? She leaves the baby with uh, Claire and Jamie. Jamie. yeah, Claire and Jamie. So, right. I mean, that goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And then
0: on. Jamie, they have to say, what do we do with this man? And then Jamie being
1: I mean, can the. Can we just, Can we quickly? Sorry, Maureen. I didn't mean to drop... Can we just go back to the fact that this guy we've established is literal scumbag. Like mm-hmm. we get in a loss of information about all the horrific things he's done, he's murdered at least three young women. He has ritually raped his wife, uh, emotionally, physically uh, abused her for, men, for since she was sold off to him basically. And is an all round asshole. Right. And it's right. like, as a doctor, she has a duty to save his life. I'm going to say no, especially as he can't walk. He can't talk. He's practically dead. Claire, <laughs> that's... I'm off the mind, let him die. Yeah, that's why you're not a doctor. <laughs> no, that is true. That is true. Uh, I didn't even pass my, <laughs> didn't even pass my GCSE uh, biology. But look, my point is, you, 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 you feel that his quality of life Irrespective of whether or not you think he's a nice guy or not, is that he has none. Mm. He's going to die. Wouldn't it be better mm-hmm. anyway? Maureen's eating at the moment, so this is why. If you give if you it, <laughs> it <it's laughs> that All right. I'm okay. missing some cheese. I know
0: it's, it's unusual.
1: Um, Are you just breakfast. eating
0: a block of cheese? No, I've put it in bread.
1: Oh, thank God! Because it never know I mean, he's a block of cheese but sometimes, he is bread bread so
0: jamie jamie being the most practical man decides that rather than trying um you know because claire wants to stay there and look after him jamie's like Ugh. so I jamie gives absolute him the option of,
1: nutter i know it doesn't make any sense jamie gives him the
0: option of basically dying slowly in in, in pain or, or having his foot cut off that's the thing that she's got to do because he's got gangrene or he just sh- shoot his brains out and weirdly um the guy goes for the latter option. And what I love is you've got, you've got Claire kind of holding the baby, all very looking motherly. And then her husband is just basically shooting the brains out of somebody
1: in the room, in the house next door. It's all, very, mean, it's all very normal. This is a usual typical <laughs> domestic scene in Outlander. Um, <laughs> let's not question it too much, Maureen. <laughs> this is just what happens. Claire's <laughs> holding, baby. Jamie's shooting someone in the head. It's all normal.
0: <laughs> I so mean, that, When you think about it, you know, if you were married to somebody who could just easily go around shooting somebody in the head, admittedly it's for, you know, humanitarian reasons. I mean, you would think twice about that person, wouldn't you? Because it's Jamie, you kind of go, oh
1: yeah, he's just shooting somebody in the head. I mean, I do think that in this show, a lot worse things have happened. So I think you get to a point where, as a person, you normalise this kind of behaviour. Like it doesn't feel abnormal to you. And I think Claire is very much at that point where she's like, yeah, this all seems very normal. And it-
0: <laughs> Just another up- day in Outlander. Just another
1: day in Outlander. It- moving, for- moving onwards, moving forwards, I can't remember what happens at the end of the episode, Maureen. Remind me. That's
0: it. He shoots the person dead. Oh, is that it? That's like- so that's
1: the end of the episode. Oh, thank yeah. God. Because I thought, right. <laughs> so basically that entire episode, by the way, is taken up with a young woman who's pregnant, gives birth. You get the vibe she doesn't want to keep the baby. We hear about her story about being abused by this man. This man is uh, slowly decomposing upstairs. He's brought downstairs, shot in the head, the end. Okay.
0: And also, I I couldn't understand why they spent so long on that story. I mean, they spent an 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 entire
1: episode on that story. And I was thinking maybe the the, the reason why they did it is because at the end, Jamie and Claire leave with a baby. They have a baby. So that's that episode. Episode. We might as well do episode four as well, Maureen. Get it over Close. and done with. Let's get it over and done with. Okay.
0: The company. We like, like,
1: episode four. I mean, yeah. this Which is, is like what? basically you and I are going. Let's just get it over and done with. <laughs> like, like it's schoolwork or something. <laughs> actually, actually, this podcast has started to feel like homework. Um, I'm pretty sure that that's not the vibe. I don't know. I'm, for the very few people that's still listening to this, and. Um, I take my hat to you if you do. Well done, guys. Well, yeah. Firstly, well done, and secondly, w- we have less less enthusiasm than ever for this. Particular <laughs>
0: you know are a really hard se- I mean,
1: it's a really I mean, hard not- series to enjoy.
0: No, it wasn't. But this season <laughs> is really—you've got to be a real Outlander fan to be, or you to to watch this season. It's it's been a bit hard going, to be fair.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, anyway, when, I, when I meant series, I meant this season, because I have enjoyed other series. I mean, I say enjoyed, I've, I've gone through it. Let, let's just, <laughs> let's carry on.
0: Anyway, in the company we keep, um, Roger Mack is in charge of the troops. Um, not something he's really born for. And they get to a place called Brownsville, where everybody's called Brown. I think that's why it's called Brownsville. Did you see what they did
1: there? That's... I got that vibe. So Brown... <laughs> <laughs> and Brantel, yeah, very, very... And
0: uh, they don't get a very warm welcome. Perhaps they've heard Roger sing. But anyway, they don't get a very warm welcome.
1: There's um, a lot of singing, to, doesn't he, in this episode? Just
0: do a lot of singing. Um, they start shooting
1: at them, don't they? And why is that, Jen? Why do they start shooting? So, yes, so uh, Roger is re- leading the militia. I can't remember why he's leading the militia and Jamie's not there. Uh, I um, I don't know. Why isn't Jamie there? Okay, well, I suppose Jamie's because Jamie's Jamie's
0: shooting the head out. Jamie's
1: shooting someone in the head somewhere else. Oh, that's right, because he's (laughs) doing the indentured servant slave bit. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, we've literally done that episode, Maureen. You and I are not in the zone. Well, I am in the zone, but I think it's one of something concerning my general mental health. Okay, (laughs) I don't know about anyone else, but I feel a (laughs) mental. Right, so getting back, Roger's leading the militia. Some might say this is an error, not us, because we don't <laughs> And they enter into Brownsville, and as soon as they enter into the town, what should happen, but sh- shots are fired. Shots are fired, and a guy who's shooting the shots, who's in his home or hiding behind some barrels in his house, shouts out and says, um, what's the name of that guy? Isaiah Aziah Mort- Morton. Morton. Okay, he he said basically said Isaiah Morton, I'm going to kill you if you. I said I'd kill you if you came back. I'm going to kill you anyway. You get the idea. So, uh, basically, shots are fired. It turns out Aziah Morton, who is this chap who's in the militia? Don't worry, we haven't met him before. Has got this bloke <laughs> um, has slept with his daughter. So she's lot and they're not married. So this is a, this is like the worst thing. Big they will thing. To do is have sex outside of wedlock so now she has been her flower has been unflowered and now basically he can't sell her off to this guy that he wanted to who owns a big plantation or was going to offer him uh, land land and money in the tobacco business so he was going to make some dough out of this arrangement so now that's off the table because she's no longer a virgin so anyway he's livid he's uh so what does roger do maureen Well, Roger um, uh,
0: agrees to have Isaiah kept as a prisoner and then gives them whiskey, their whiskey,
1: and sings to them. Yes, I mean, it's a unique (laughs) decision. Some might say the wrong one. But in Roger's mind, he's very much a man of the 60s. He's very much like a peace, love, flower, hippie time. Uh, Decides that he doesn't want any of his men to die in this shootout. So the only way... To solve the problem is to put this Isaiah Morton under lock and key, hoping until Jamie arrives, basically, and get everyone drunk. <laughs> needless to say, needless to say uh, it doesn't really work. Uh, Jamie's not impressed. Well, I mean, it does work because Isaiah Morton doesn't die. So he does save yeah, his that's life. True. And, he does, and he saves the lives of all of his men because nobody dies. But... Uh, We find out that three of his men end up deserting because they're like, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. And they lose him and go. And uh, uh, the guy who uh, he's trying to get drunk so that they can all have a chat and sort this out is basically like, listen, you guys can stay, but you have to leave in the morning. I'm not going to give you any of my men. And I'll tell you another thing that's not going to happen. That Isaiah Morton is not going with you because he's going to stay here and I'm going to kill him. So it's not really <laughs> panned out, quite how, like, uh, how Jamie planned. How Jamie and planned. Mean, or indeed how Roger planned, I don't, I don't No,
0: Roger planned, yeah. And then meanwhile uh, Roger's Mrs. Bri- uh, Brianna is in the house on the ridge um, kind of by herself. And um... She starts, and her her little baby disappears, doesn't she? And she
1: thinks Stephen Bonnet has she... taken him. No, but before that, before that, um, she, uh, people have oh, been out, yeah. haven't they, to a market or something? They've been, I think they've been to Willems Creek, and she finds and a little And come back, and, right. and they've, they've taken little Jemmy Gem, with them, because they bring Jemmy back, and then uh, Brianna's like, oh, so nice to see Jemmy. Blah, blah, blah. I don't even know why Jamie's gone. Well, it seems weird that he went. But anyway, he comes back. And and when she goes to give him a kiss and a cuddle, she finds like a coin inside his crib. And she says to whoever this woman is, who I've not met before. Mrs. Bug. Mrs. Bug. Right, Mrs. Bug. All right, okay. So Mrs. Bug, who is the housekeeper. Oh, where did this coin come from? And she's like, oh, well, an Irish fellow came along. And and then Brianna goes... (gasps) And he said, Oh, is, does he look like his mum or does he look like his dad?
0: Mm. And, that, and she was like,
1: Did he have a scar on his face? Did he do that? Did he look like this? And she's like, Oh, I can't tell you. I can't you. remember. I can't remember. But you know what the Irish are like? They don't shut up. A little bit of racism there. Well, there we are. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, long story short, uh, Brianna goes into a tailspin. Because she's like, okay, Stephen Bonnet is around, he's back, he's not dead. Because up until this point, she thought he was dead.
0: No, no, she knew at the wedding oh, no, she she at the wedding that
1: he was alive. Sorry, 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 sorry. So now she thinks, right, he knows where I am. He's going to come after my son. Long story short, in the evening, she goes into sort of a PTSD meltdown. Absolutely paranoid, really neurotic. Just for a moment, she can't find her son. Goes into a panic, is convinced that Stephen Bonnet has kidnapped her son. Turns out her son has just crawled out into another room, and it's found <laughs> very quickly. And then she has a chat with, what's her name? Marsily, Marsily. And Marsily, you take over Maureen.
0: Oh, is very practical, isn't she? She's going, you need to really talk about these things, don't you, and you can, oh, that's it, she goes, you can't, you know, you, you know thought
1: doesn't mean that something happens.
0: She kind of gives her a kind of a sensible talk. I quite like Marsily, you know, I think she's come into a really nice character.
1: Yeah, Marsley's um, very sensible. Anyway, she basically says, um, "I Don't be daft. Yeah, don't be daft. Well, she basically tells a story that says, my father used to beat us and my mum and I killed him. And then basically what it turns out is that she reported him and he died in prison. And then Brianna goes, well, you didn't kill him then because that wasn't your fault. And she was like, exactly. So thoughts mm. aren't. So anyway. Oh, look... A bit of me just shut down halfway through this episode so I, I i i'm not completely with it but the the long and the short of it is that masterly gives brianna some good advice and then we move back to um brownsville, brownsville with all the browns we move back to Brownsville, and really let's skip through this maureen because it's again it's one of those episodes where actually two things happen and it drag, drag it out for an hour
0: um uh, claire is in mother mother mode while she talks to the it's Ali, isn't it? The door, the woman who's who, who's lost her cherry to Zaya, and she finds out that Ali's pregnant, and she's feeling suicidal because obviously she's got, you know, she's a she's an
1: outcast in the family. Oh, also, again, I mean, like, I'm so bored. I'm so bored of myself even talking about this. But also, let's not forget that uh, uh, Claire has been carrying the baby, the little baby who they're calling Bonnie. Are they calling calling yes, him? God, oh, Bonnie. Nothing. What a name. They're calling it Bonnie. And Bonnie, uh, we find out that within the family uh, of the Browns, uh, there is a young woman who has lost her baby uh, because the baby was premature. And she is now got, she can breastfeed obviously because she should have had a baby. So she's breastfeeding Bonnie and she asks Claire, and says, please, I will look after this baby, I lost mine. Um, I will never judge the baby for being born out of wedlock. I will make sure that this baby is loved and looked after, blah, blah, blah. And Claire says, I've got to to speak to my husband before I make this decision. Okay. Yeah, because you got the impression, didn't you? Super happy about that thought. She's like, yeah, let's get rid of this bloody baby. (laughs) Did you get the impression that Claire was quite enjoying being a mother again, though? I thought she kind of... Not really. I mean, she jumped very quickly into the, yeah, sure, you can have the baby. (laughs) Which, that's the thing that made me think maybe she wasn't quite as keen as being... (laughs)
0: And also, we can't forget that in this episode, uh, Jamie does a sword dance. Yeah,
1: Well, we can because I... <laughs> I, I okay, fine, we'll talk about that then.
0: Uh, well, there's, they're, they're having a party, having a bit of a drink, and um, Jamie does a sword dance, which... Uh, Villa! Um... <laughs> and then him and Claire go off for a moonlight walk, don't they? And he asks if she wants to have the child because he doesn't want her to have
1: a, a ch- I guess as soon as she's in her late forties. I mean, she oh early fifties even. And her, having a child is quite she's, remote. She's like at least forty-eight, and he's in his early fifties. I mean, they look great. And well, she's older than him. So oh no, no, he's he, in he, his she must be in early fifties. No, oh, he, the- he's fifty in episode seven, so he must be. Oh, oh, oh sorry. You're right. You're right. She's in her early fifties, and he's in his late
0: forties. Right. Okay. So then he goes, "Do you want? Do you want? Do you want to have Bonnie as a child?" And basically, she goes,
1: "No." Because he'd, he'd like them to be parents again, I think. But, um, to be, and yeah. then anyone that's had young babies or children knows you don't, when you're in your 50s, that's the last thing you want. <laughs> how about in your 40s? That's the last thing you want. You <laughs> want to do that stuff 10 years earlier, let me tell you. Anyway, that's my Moving advice for anyone thinking about it.
0: Um, and then they have this romantic walk is interrupted, Jen. How's it interrupted? By a gunshot. Yes, because Ali, who's not a very good shot, it turns out, tried to commit suicide just near where they're walking. That was handy, wasn't it?
1: Yes. Let's talk about this young lady who is pregnant out of wedlock. Uh, oh, also, the other thing we didn't mention is that she's in love with Isaiah Morton and we find out that Isaiah Morton is already married. That's yeah, that's it's men for you. Typical. And it, she's <laughs> pregnant. She's pregnante. So what is interesting is that she tries to commit suicide by turning a gun on herself to you know like there's a gun putting it to her chest and pulling the trigger she misses I don't know how she does it she,
0: <laughs> her, she's she a really manages
1: to move her entire body but she gl- a little just glances her arm so <laughs> I I'm gonna put I'm gonna say that as shots go she's awful <laughs> but but to be fair to be fair Maureen Probably those guns have a little bit when of pretty, attack, don't they? Yeah, and they weren't very accurate probably. They weren't, I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, but point blank range. They must have been reasonably but, accurate.
0: But it's quite handy she chooses the same section of wood that Claire and Jamie are standing in, isn't it? That's
1: quite... Oh, it's, it's a band away all over again, isn't it? <laughs> Where's the band away? Just over there. Just over the hill. <laughs> Can't miss it. <laughs> just there. Sorry. We're in Jamaica. Where in Jamaica, is it? Just straight down there just on the road, road. Yeah. you can't you won't miss it there's a little silence There's a band way okay thanks bye i'm never going to get over that just so you know that's something i'm never going to get past band away. that is definitely stuck in my brain so we're in this situation where this young girl has tried to kill herself unsuccessfully and uh, uh, what happens then, Maureen? Let's. Oh, what happens is that, I'm
0: on low power mode. I've got to charge my phone. Um, oh, in the in the meantime, in on low point?
1: power mode. You've literally only just gotten up, Maureen.
0: Yeah, I know, but um, you're not happened, charge you not have your phone? Night. No. Well, I did, but I, I don't know. I've got an iPhone. so It doesn't really last that long. Um, no. Right. So in the meantime, we've I'll also got it. to explain that um, Jamie is frees Isaiah Morton out of prison and sends him off on his way. So uh, Claire is then talking to Ali and go, look, you know, it's not worth killing yourself over, blah, blah, blah. But then who should turn up? But Isaiah Morton, because he won't leave without saying goodbye to This bit. So nauseating. So nauseating, and he says to Jamie and Roger, because Jamie and Roger are going, "What the hell are you doing?" And goes, "Well, would you, would you leave the woman you love?" And they both look
1: at each other and go, oh, No, oh, "Of course we would." If you you, say if you would leave the woman you love, then I too will leave. I just wish. <laughs> at that point, both of them went, "Yeah, well, I would actually." I dropped like a sleep. <laughs> but they didn't. They all they looked at each other in that knowing look that these men have when they're in love with women, which is a look that. <laughs> frankly you don't see I, in real life you don't see in real life I to be honest I've never you witnessed well, obviously as a lesbian I wouldn't um, and we, we all agree that men are wonderful and they're very good at saving women and so that's that.
0: Anyway so as I and Ali meet up and they you know they're like oh, I love you I love you and you're pregnant and blah 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 and I don't anyways uh, basically Jamie helps them to escape so they both escape in the morning
1: he them to escape, the in the first thing in the morning, and while they're escaping, they knock over some barrels, and in order to, to hide that, Jamie lets her loose a load of horses. Yep. And when they wake up in the morning, let's be honest, the Browns are very suspicious. <laughs> Because Jamie stood there with a the goat going, Oh, this guy did it. It was it, goat's a goat's fault. You know what goats are like? Horses don't like goats. I don't know if you're aware of that. And they're looking at him like, Are you fucking kidding me, mate? You let our horses out. And he's like, it's Not me. Look at the goat. It was a goat. The goat did it. Look at how guilty this goat looks. <laughs> I'm gonna say that the Browns aren't convinced. And that is how the episode ends. And frankly, Maureen, I couldn't have been more happy for that episode to end. It was yet another episode that needn't have happened.
0: Well, just so you know, Jen, episode seven, which I watched last night, is brilliant. Great, Maureen,
1: but I've still got to get through episodes five and six before I get to episode seven. So I've got two hours to get through before I get to the hour that is of any interest or import for this entire series. Oh, good times. I mean, to be fair, I've got the time on my hands now. So there's really no excuses. And it's a testament to how little I am enjoying the series that with all this time on my hands, I still haven't watched it. Yeah, it
0: is a bit, it is a, there is a hell of a lot of filler. I don't. I don't know why they've written it like this. you, um, read bu- I'm reading the book now because the, the book and the TV series are very different things. And to be honest, the book doesn't... There's not a lot that happens in the book either, I think. It's a very big book as well. It's like 1,400 pages.
1: Oh, uh, 1,400 pages! Do bog off! <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say at least 700 of those pages need to come out.
0: <laughs> and, I mean, there is, there is lots of stories. We're editing this book? I don't know. Perhaps she gets paid per page. I don't know. But um, it's, um, yeah, they've cut out a lot from the, obviously, from the TV series. But then I just think yeah. the stuff that they've put in there, some of the stuff they've put in there, you're just like.
1: Well, Maureen, I you know. will obviously endeavour to continue watching this and we'll catch up with it. Uh, for the very few people that are still listening to our podcast, we are doing this for you now because literally I seek no enjoyment out of this. <laughs> And Maureen and I, now that we've kind of figured this out, we'll endeavour to do more of these podcasts because let's be honest, we can, we have the time. And uh, also we are going to it, it, attempt something called an Instagram live.
0: Yes.
1: You can, we're going to probably will have done one by the time this comes out anyway, but where you can join us and chat with us and ask us questions I mean, I can't imagine anyone wanting to do it, to be honest. I mean, on a, who in God's green earth is... People are desperate. Think but of it as a... De- yeah, it's a, you, literally... And you can ask us questions and we'll be as candid as possible. And then we'll, we'll only, it won't last on 20 minutes, half an hour. We won't take up a lot of your time. And then we'll all pretend it never happened.
0: <laughs> you know, if you do it live, there's no recording of that. That just goes into the ether, doesn't it? Oh,
1: that's great. Yeah, I hope so. Let's, let's, let's not have a record of that. <laughs> Bad enough that we're recording these. If I'm honest, morning.:
0: <laughs> Okay, Jen. So uh, when are we going to be doing the next one? When do you think you can fit in your two hours of? Because I know you're teaching your kids. so Obviously, that's taking up a lot of time. You're you're planning your lesson planning and everything. I mean, when can I what? Watch. When are we going to be doing the next one of
1: these? Well, tomorrow? I mean, Christ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I've got to obviously I've got to watch these next two episodes, haven't I? And then yeah yes yes so I, I, will, I will do that I, but, I mean I say I have a lot of time I actually don't with the children but um, I will uh, the, the resentment that Chloe the resentful look that I got from Chloe as she walked in earlier to drop my phone off uh, was intense and actually deserved because I have really been avoiding her and the children all, all morning <laughs> which terrible. is quite an impressive feat
0: when you're in the same house with someone
1: yeah yeah I'm t- i i am they're quite a quite a terrible person <laughs> <laughs> right so well, any- this has been great well bristol
0: it was great to do it let's hopefully we we've, we we've, hasn't just recorded you speaking
1: <laughs> no well i mean if it has it's going up anyway okay <laughs> All
0: right then okay
1: then bye bye